It's Viva Forever. We're back with our second episode. So it's the Viva Voce committee again here. (laughs) (laughs) And I think today we're planning on, first of all, talking through some of the headlines. So some of the accessibility news, talking about some of the icons who are paving the way, uh, changing things for the next generation. Yeah, so um, one of the main stories that we're looking at is an amputee former soldier is retraining as a pilot. Yeah, so this story is um, quite interesting, actually. So, um, Louis Farrell mm-hmm. from Wincanton, um, he suffered an injury when he was on active duty in 2013. After this, it led to the amputation of one of his legs. And then through the charity Wings for Warriors, he's been able to secure funding to train as a commercial pilot. Isn't that so cool? One of us could end up on a flight and he's the pilot. I know, I think he's working for TUI. They've like supported him and mentored him. So anybody going on holiday this summer, look out for Louis as your pilot. Yeah, <laughs> ask who's ask who's in charge of the plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it's Louis, you've got to say hi. You'll um, be in safe hands, I think. Yeah, at Wings for Warriors um, trains wounded, injured or sick service personnel as professional pilots. Um... Because it makes sense, realistically, like, if you've been a pilot in the army, well, RAF, before I get into trouble, I think that's the right <laughs> the right one, <laughs> they're going to probably be, like, insane, like, they're going to know or if they can go past missiles and stuff. Maybe I'm, like, thinking of, like, the movie version yeah. of pilots, but I think I'd be safe in his hands. Yeah, I think it's great that there's a charity as well, um, helping injured um, service personnel. 100% coming out of the army because I, I don't think it can be an easy sort of adjustment to make no you know, going from, back to like civilian life yeah, um, yeah so I think it's great that they're sort of helping them through and mentoring through all the challenges and um helping them secure obviously work as a pilot which is great mm-hmm, definitely and it's sustainable it's not like a short-term project it's mm-hmm. something that um the families and the veterans will continue to benefit from um on like a longer term basis so yeah that's so good i think that's really mm. important that it's not something that like you come out of the army they're helping you for a couple of weeks a year and then you sort of just left yeah. you've always got that constant support around you yeah especially if, for someone like him who sacrificed a limb mm-hmm. for like the country we can't just kind of say right well thanks for your service handshake and off you go yeah like we've permanently damaged him I think we deserve like he deserves like a help up yeah and I think it's good that sort of he's sort of obviously his profession was in the army Mm -hmm. but he's been able to find something like obviously being a pilot and being given the tools and the funding to really explore this option and make it viable for his next career options yeah definitely um and Melissa you had a piece of news on pavement parking yeah so completely irrelevant to us because I don't think any of us can drive Um, so we can't be blamed for this but in Wales they've just uh, implemented 70 pound fines for people that park across the pavement so this is to like um, kind of stop the blockades of pavements you know people in wheelchairs mothers with pushchairs fathers with pushchairs like anybody with pushchairs anybody pushing anything really you know it's a big inconvenience if there's something blocking the pavement like a car because you can't get round well you have to kind of do a little little uh go round i don't know yeah and especially <laughs> if there aren't drop curbs like yeah. people yeah, in wheelchairs can't get down and they're just stuck there mm-hmm. and obviously you know 
we can't be keeping people locked inside. We've got it, especially now COVID's done, isolation's over. People need to have, it needs to be accessible. Outside yeah. needs to be accessible in any way that it can be. And I just think parking across pavements, it's just selfish. You know, so many people, well, so many parking spaces everywhere. And I know people will be like, oh, oh, she doesn't get it. She can't drive. <laughs> but I'm sure you could take an extra 10 minutes and find a proper space. Yeah, it's just not, it's not thinking about the implications of like mm-hmm. what you're doing. Um, and I think it's also, you know, you might be limiting somebody's freedom. If you can't, if somebody can't get around... They could just choose like not to no, go and out and things like that, and it's which is yeah. a really sad reality of it. And obviously, going into the road, like we're telling people in a wheelchair, you need to go into the road. Mm-hmm. You need to put your pushchair into the road. You know, that's gonna that's not gonna end well. You know, you might be fine most of the time, but it just takes that one chance of a car coming down. Mm. And especially if you're like lower, like yeah. people in wheelchairs, you know their their vision is mm-hmm. a lower level you know you're not going to see the little like car coming around the whizzing around the corner yeah so what do we think about this being implemented maybe in york because i know that york is um it's a bit of a a, a nuisance city to get around yeah 100 mm-hmm. percent. in terms of accessibility what do you think york could benefit from something like this um i think absolutely um yeah there's it's something that happens across York. Um, this particular streets that um, are badly impacted, and I think something like this could really make people think a bit more about parking and who they're going to affect by parking on the um, curbside. Yeah, I think it definitely like the th- the thought of having a fine puts like where you're parking your actions of where you're parking to the forefront mm. of your mind, and I think that's something that really does need to happen. And I, but I think that's also, it comes down to the council needing to, like, find and, you know, kind of deliver appropriate parking places. Mm-hmm. They think, you know, there's a few car parking spots, but they, they get full up very, very quickly. A lot of the time they're very expensive. Oh, so expensive. Yeah. yeah. And the full first thing in the morning, I can know yeah. when I go to work, the cars are everywhere and it's all mm. sort of taken up for the day. Also, York has a lot of cafes restaurants etc mm-hmm. with seating outside on the pavements yeah that's a difficult thing as well isn't it because you know you want to be able to sit outside and have a coffee and mm-hmm. especially as a result of covid people are wanting the open spaces and you know the ventilation of being outside but when it's um when it's going into the pavement and it's causing a blockage for people it can be a real issue and especially because york's like the tourist hotspot um, for a lot of the north, you know, look at half term that's just come. Look at half term, mm. absolutely packed. It was. Just, I struggled to get around, and I'm just yeah. you know, one person. Yeah. Imagine someone trying to get like navigate the streets in a wheelchair that's already cobbled, so they're already innately like hard mm. to. I mean, I trip over all the loose cobbles. Yeah. That's an issue too. Someone needs to go around with like a little check checkbook and. <laughs> find all the loose cobbles otherwise i will i'll be getting onto twitter be like, <laughs> another one here council another one here we'll send them pictures of them all but yeah i do think it's important because york is busy yeah it's a busy place so getting around on the best of days isn't easy for mm-hmm. um pretty much anybody i don't think but then when you've got in like the cafes on the pavements um lack of dropped curbs cobbles yeah. it's just it is a lot to sort of maneuver uh-huh. and manage 
Um, so I think that y'all could benefit from some oh, clients. Definitely. Yeah. definitely. I, think, I think everywhere should. Yeah. And not just not just Wales. Mm, I think let's run it out everywhere as well. Like a boards can be a real issue, mm-hmm. like outside barbers or whatever, um, because if they're obstructing the pavement, then people are just gonna, you know, they they're gonna have to pick them up and move them, yeah. and that shouldn't be the responsibility of the person who's being blocked by it. Yeah, yeah. I think everyone deserves a simple trip to town. Like yeah. there should be no kind of physical forces that are blocking you from just yeah. like going to the shop or like going to pick up the paper whatever yeah you're it doing. shouldn't be something that you've got to consider before you go out for mm-hmm. it so say you're planning a day out you shouldn't have to think oh how easy is it going to be for me to get around this place yeah like i feel like everybody should just be like you know i want to go to york for the day and then everybody should just be able to go and sort of yeah but unfortunately that isn't the case yeah um and the amount of research people have to put into yeah. these trips like even accessible toilets are they gonna yeah. be able to access them um but there are some places in York doing really good things. Mm-hmm. Um, cafes that are very accessible. Um, particular places that are really putting in the effort to make them yeah. accessible to mm-hmm. tourists with extra access needs. So Definitely. I think we are seeing a change starting. Mm-hmm. It's a sticky one, though, because it's like, should we be celebrating the cafes that do that? Or are they just doing a bare basic is but we we yeah. now see it as like something is that what everybody should be doing yeah yeah, yeah it should just that be, should be that exactly but like right now we've got to celebrate them to try and encourage yeah other places definitely i think if you know of any accessible cafes or restaurants and things like that let us know on instagram um, and we'll definitely sort of do some like shout outs and yeah, things definitely. like that. Yeah, definitely. It'll be good to make a post as well. Yeah, we'll um, definitely get some information out there about them because i think that it's helpful for people, obviously, like, if you're planning a trip or whatever. Um, mm. And it's good to know the places that do cater for these yeah. things. Yeah, and also we want to support them. Yeah, you know, definitely. Anywhere making a positive change, mm-hmm. then 100%. Because even, like, um, you often go into the restaurant, into some restaurants, and, it, like, the the lights will be turned down to get the yeah. atmosphere. And, yes, that's nice, but you can't read the menu, can't see anything. The music's often like way too loud. Mm-hmm. I sound like really moany. And, like, no, miserable. 100%. But, it, but you don't think about these things until you start thinking about them. Mm-hmm. I think being involved with Viva's really made me reevaluate society. Mm-hmm. So you go out and you just realise, oh, I know that I can hear conversation on the table, but like, say somebody was slightly hard of hearing, they'd have no, like, they, they wouldn't be able to hear. Yeah, I think we are all more aware of mm. the implications of things that are going on around us. And I think it's something that sort of we see something like, oh, you know, that's happening. What would that be like mm. for other people and things like that? Yeah, yeah like our eyes have opened mm-hmm. to like thinking about people other than just ourselves. So is that just like ageing up out of selfishness? Like you're not selfish anymore? Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I hadn't really thought of that. Mm. Um like half maturing, half getting involved with a project like this that yeah. has enlightened us. Yeah, I think it's definitely a mixture of both that sort of made um, an impact on us. And somewhere else where we can see lots of views from different people that we're all obsessed with at the minute is TikTok. Definitely. Have we all got TikTok? Now, I know why you've asked that, because I don't have TikTok. <laughs> that was a director of me. Um, Definitely wasn't looking right at you when I said it. Just not staring at me. <laughs> I don't have TikTok. Um, just for reference, I'm shaking my head in disbelief. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm getting some looks right now. Um, I don't have it because... 
I just never felt like I needed it. Like, it came around in, like, pandemic? I think it got big in the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. I was... I didn't really... wasn't really bothered. I'm impressed. But now, you know, like, it's really embarrassing when somebody tries to send me a TikTok. And they've got to send me a link. Oh, my... Like, <laughs> Are you an Instagram real person? Because then I'm going to get really upset. <laughs> or do you watch TikToks on Facebook? <laughs> That's the classic. I don't really watch... The only TikToks that I watch are the ones that, like, I get the links from from my friends. Or, like, Fair enough. When you guys put, like, yeah. the link in. Get your own personalised feed. Yeah. <laughs> but you better be watching the Viva Voce TikToks. Yeah. We're just going to quickly oh, plug yeah. that in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get a link sent to me. And then I can watch it. And then it's like, would you like to make an account? And I'm like... No, <laughs> not today. No, I think I've done pretty well to not have it. Oh yeah, absolutely. I downloaded it in in the pandemic. I remember it was like March. Yeah, and I started making like iced coffee videos and like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um and no, I definitely got addicted. I've deleted it a few times, but you know, I I do enjoy it. I spend too much time on it. Um, but you know, I think it's really good. Like, I see so much um positive stuff on there. Um. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy making content for the Viva page, so... I mean, we're, we're growing on there. We're kind of thinking of ideas. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, TikTok, I think, from the beginning of Viva, we've kind of understood its potential. Uh, I think I think we've always kind of referred to it as, like, a platform that really gives space for social change. Mm-hmm. I think one of the first ever articles I actually wrote for Viva was an interview uh, with a guy on TikTok called um, Blind Tobes. Oh yeah, like he's he's really blown up now. Yeah. So he um he's blind. He went blind, I think, in his mid-teens, um, and he's using like TikTok to just prove that he's living a completely normal and happy life. Mm-hmm. Like he's, I think, he goes to the pub with his mates. He told me a story of like going clubbing and like like that seemed quite wild to be yeah. honest. <laughs> um, he plays uh, football at the weekends with his mates. He lives with his girlfriend, has a puppy. You know, there's nothing that he hasn't Living done. Living the dream. <laughs> yeah. And I think he summed it up really well. Um, he said, TikTok is quite a lot about silly trends, but there is definitely a space to be educational, which is amazing. Mm. Especially in like, such like a relaxed form. I think he's definitely kind of hit the nail on the head of his audience, like young teenagers who like are thinking like oh actually you know he's living fully yeah i think it does make people think as well so mm. like from what i understand from tiktok <laughs> um, obviously like when you're scrolling through like you see like the short videos but it's something like that that can make you stop you see it and you think yeah and then sort of obviously off the platform in your everyday life it's sort of promotes conversations about TikToks, obviously, like, when you send yeah. them. Mm. And sort of, if you're seeing it, like, in practice. Yeah. Um, it's a platform for change as well. Mm-hmm. I think you see something and you might not have known about it before. Um, it might be something that you can implement into your life. Um, and just seeing the, like, perspectives of other people that you just would never have mm. seen before. You learn so much. Yeah, definitely. And he said um, he he's so willing to open... Um, the kind of platform to ask questions so he wants people to ask him questions um, in that space and like he said even like you know the ones that might seem really obvious he'd rather have them answered for people yeah. rather than like it just kind of going around in your head thinking can people that are blind do this mm-hmm. and you know, he'll be up front and he'll say well yeah y- you can you can do anything if you adapt the situation yeah, I think that honest conversation that it promotes um, and sort of being able to sort of seek out information like that sort mm. of freely and from 
a solid perspective of somebody that's going through it is really interesting because a lot of the times like you can read stuff wherever and you don't really understand the the humanity of it but when you're seeing like mm-hmm. somebody like oh this is how I deal with this situation or yeah. like this is what I do and you're like you know you can put a face to the name and stuff like that yeah definitely um another creator who's gotten quite big is Lucy Edwards oh yes, yeah definitely um and yeah, I remember I watched a video that came up on my um, For You page last night um, and she was talking about Birmingham um, airport toilets. Oh, yeah. And um, she was, you know, filming, being in the room and um, that's one of our fans at the door. <laughs> <laughs> that's the door. Did someone order pizza? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she, like, sort of showed us um, the disabled bathroom and there was a... Um, this button that you could press or like this sensor where it um gave you an audio description of the room where everything was wow um which is you know it's so good um that is really good but again it shows the issues of you know moving things around because there were things that weren't in the right place you know like they said the sanitary bin should be on the left hand side it was on the right yeah which you would never like to me now that you've said that i've just gone to kind of reach in it you do (laughs) automatically go that yeah don't you yeah, and it's stuff that we like. Obviously, if we went to a, use a, a bathroom one day, and a bin was on the other side. Mm. It wouldn't be something that necessarily would. I wouldn't think twice about it. No, uh, no. the implications of it moving. I wouldn't. I just like, oh, you know. Yeah. And carry on. But, yeah. But stuff like that does make an, an actual big difference. Yeah. And it can really affect how accessible sort of an area is or a room. Mm-hmm. And she's she's kind of become known now for Pan 10, hasn't she? Yeah. She's like an ambassador. I think it was in line with when they launched a new social con- conductive code for all of their like tutorials. Yeah. So they wanted to like um, make sure that any kind of content that they put out with like how to curl your hair like this or straighten your hair was accessible in all formats mm. uh, for people, which I think is great. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and there's so many creators on TikTok who are just, you know, paving the way for um, accessibility and, you know, really mm-hmm. educating people, making sure that they know what they can be doing um, and why accessibility is so important. Because yeah. it is crazy. People are using TikTok as like a form of like news. Like they're getting, mm-hmm. they're taking their content from that as like real news so it makes sense that we are seeing a serious side to it yeah i think it definitely shows like sort of a celebration of pride in people oh yeah definitely things like that i think it's created a really positive space for that that does sort of celebrate things and differences and how everybody you know how people live their lives and things like that which is really interesting this is clearly a community, I think. Because mm-hmm. um, going back to Toby again, he spoke about how he's had messages from parents um, of kids that have suffered sight loss and saying, you know, thank God you were there because he, like, the child felt like they were almost kind of talking, like talking to him in a way and like discovering that they still have a life um, beyond, yeah, beyond, you know... Um, the upcoming kind of change well complete change of life yeah imagine how alone you must feel to know that there are people out there sharing kind of the tips um yeah how to kind of change i think it is also worth highlighting that although there is sort of all this good going on there is still that percentage of people that will 
on platforms that where they mm-hmm. can use the anonymity mm-hmm. will take that as an opportunity to poke fun, make comments and things like that, which is obviously wrong in any sense and hiding behind a veil of a, a random username that's not associated with you is yeah. just it's just ridiculous. I know. And it's frustrating I think to see because obviously we're all about seeing all the good and the positivity and like the changes that be made but when you see things like that which you often do when you do to go to the comments of these videos um I think it just sort of it does bring down the tone and it saddens I think of. it like tars yeah. the nice comments doesn't it like it for every nice comment there's like one yeah. horrible one and which one are you going to focus on it's going to be the horrible one mm. unfortunately yeah um, and yeah, I think that ties back to some recent news um, on Harvey Price. Yeah, yeah. so um, unfortunately, once again, police officers have been caught in like a horrible group chat. Uh, th- they've been, they've had to admit admit gross c- misconduct uh, because they've been sharing like sexist, racist, and even homophobic mm-hmm. uh, messages. And a lot of them have been focused on uh, Katie Price's son, Harvey. And I think, you know, f- whatever you might think about Katie Price, she is, like, she recently did a documentary um, on kind of like living um, as a mother with a son that's kind of got uh, special educational needs. And she is devoted to him. Oh, a thousand percent. Uh, devoted, yeah. yeah. I think in watching that documentary um it does sort of because we've all got our perceptions of katie price um Mm. and i think that it really tied into what they actually go through on a daily basis yeah and sort of the implications of what people are saying and what people are saying online about him Mm -hmm. and things like that and how it actually does affect them as a family yeah and you know how they also have a fairly not they don't have a normal you know like typical relationship but it's like it's just like any other yeah you know like they they have banter you know they're just yeah it's a family unit and i think family units are what you can't redefine them you know yeah family's made not necessarily kind of that kind of nuclear two kids, two, yeah. two parents that stay mm-hmm. together. It can be kind of very different family to family. Yeah, but I think that seeing people still after, because she went to, um, she got a bill through Parliament about to like change the conversation around, you know, mm. like online bullying, things like that. Yeah. I think still like today we've obviously read about um, the group chat with the officers making fun of Harvey and th- saying horrible things. It just shows that there are people, unfortunately, that aren't going to change, and yeah. that. And I mean, this they're in. They do. They're in the like. They're in a status of authority. Like yeah. they are. They are the ones that are meant to be leading the change, and here they are, kind of. Well, I actually, it actually, really upsets me to think about mm. it. To be honest. Yeah, I think it's a disappointment as well. Yeah. When there's all this sort of good that that still happens. Yeah. Because you think it's like you need to focus the efforts on the younger generation who are immature, who kind of don't quite understand the gravity of what they say. But it's actually like you know the 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 fam like the kind of middle aged people with families and you know, kids that mm-hmm. they're the ones that are kind of lowering the tone. Yeah, and I think that's why 
educational platforms are so important and yeah. you know I think delivering a positive message among everything that's happening is so important and you know right reminding people that there are really good things happening yeah but also being aware that these bad things do continue to happen yeah I think definitely pushing the good and pushing for more yes. good steam in the world. through it all. yeah go 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 because I think that that's the only way like forward with it I think as long as we keep getting the messages out here of things that are mm. happening in the communities uh, changes that have been made like mm. TikTok creators um, so just like you've got to be louder than yeah. the haters kind of thing haven't you yeah we've just got to use because I mean we're kind of growing a platform on Instagram I would say mm-hmm. and I think we've always made a massive effort to kind of share you know the individuals in the community that we think yeah. need to be heard yeah it's all about collectivism. You can't you can't change something on your own. No. It's got to be the group of you. Yeah, absolutely. And isn't it good that we have that group? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're starting to make some waves, which is good. Yeah, like we made a wave at the uh, Revs quiz last week. Came oh, third. Yeah. We certainly made a wave. <laughs> we came third in the quiz of how many teams? There was a fair few. Quite a lot. We had the best name as well. I think there were only like five teams. No, 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 no. There was at least eleven. Yeah, at least there, there, there was. was, at least 14. There, was. <laughs> there was. Okay, so I did better than I expected. That. Yeah, well, you know, we're very intelligent. <laughs> we're very intelligent young women. Yeah. Well, I mean, we didn't. We definitely didn't Google any. <laughs> no, they're not going to let us back in now. <laughs> the reason we didn't do like second or first was we had some technical difficulties. Yeah. No, that's it. Yeah, we did. Well, don't because that was my. And I'm I'm it, just about forgiving Melissa. Yeah. I'm almost there. I was the outrage <laughs> on the panic. I panicked when I Melissa refreshed went off of the I app. No. <laughs> Literally. Jaws were on the floor. We were like <gasps> It was a panic and a refresh and then oh let's not even live the moment. I'm going bright red. <laughs> I'm getting bright red. Yeah, it was not Melissa's finest moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting daggers. <laughs> no, I think on to the topic of kind of, you know, making sure we're having fun alongside our hard work. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we've actually have got some very, very exciting news. And if you've stuck around to the end to listen to this, <laughs> you're going to be blown You'll be away. really excited and well done for staying with us. <laughs> the clue is, um, in the studio right now, Daisy's wearing a Spice Girls top. I am, yeah. Guys, you can't see it, but... But best believe. <laughs> yeah. Should we give a description? It's a black top, little baby tea moment uh, with spice in big letters with each of the lovely ladies in a, in a, in a block alphabet. Colour? I don't so know. each of the Spice Girls is in a different letter. Um, that, that, was, that was a good explanation. Yeah. <laughs> it's an iconic top. But um, are we going to say what we're actually doing? Oh, yeah. Yeah? I think so. Oh, let's do it. Um, so we'll be having a launch party um, <laughs> for um, the Viva Forever podcast. Um, the date will be second of March. Excellent. Yeah. Um, and it'll be at the lounge. Yeah. Tickets will be campus. on sale soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look out for Instagram for. Yeah, it'll definitely be on the Instagram. Yeah. Every day. Oh, we we're, we're gonna be now that it's confirmed, yeah. it's going everywhere, mm-hmm. and we want to see everybody there. Uh, and there's a theme, as you could probably guess, because we do everything. Everything's got a theme here. It's dressing as Spice Girls. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't get the cue. <laughs> I didn't think, I didn't think either of us. <laughs> so it's 
Spice Girls nineties. Um, it's just a really we just want a really fun night where we can celebrate, you know, what we've achieved with creating Viva, how far we've come, and we just want everybody to have a really good time mm-hmm. and celebrate together. And I think you know anybody that's on the socials, you've seen Viva Boom, Viva Boom, sorry, the cocktail. <laughs> Um, the Viva Voom uh, that will be on sale at the bar yeah Viva Voom will be making an appearance you can't get I can't get anywhere now without a Viva Voom <laughs> <laughs> no 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 she's got one right now <laughs> don't out me like <laughs> so definitely make your way down to the lounge on the 2nd of March to try some Viva Vooms yeah. um, and dress as your Spice Girl yeah um, and just have some fun really and yeah, like, see the team yeah. and yeah party and <laughs> so um, we need we do need some um, song recommendations we're trying to build up the big playlist now yeah so anybody got song suggestions tweet us tweet us DM us hashtag Viva Forever launch party yeah yes <laughs> DM <laughs> make us that happen. That, that's happening <laughs> you can DM us or you can even email us if you wanted yeah send um, us a letter what's the email Daisy <laughs> she <laughs> never knew it's it's Viva Voce Yusu. Yeah. She got there. She got there. I'm proud. That's growth from last week. <laughs> that is growth, you know. <laughs> I've learned it now. <laughs> so if I want to email us, I know. Yeah. But yeah, let us know. Um song suggestions. What are you gonna what spice girl are you going to ask? Yeah. Um, uh, we need some we need some ideas. Yeah, we need some outfit inspiration. Daisy's already told me to be ginger spice because <laughs> I haven't toned my hair. <laughs> no. Right. In my defence, before Melissa dyed her hair, she wouldn't have been ginger spice, but now it's significant. I shouldn't be ginger spice. It's meant to be <laughs> not blonde. You're not making it any better. But it's lighter. You're like, her hair's lighter. <laughs> so I just thought... I didn't really think about what I was saying. Glad I've dodged this one. <laughs> yeah. okay. So we'll see. Maybe she will turn up as ginger and take my advice. Maybe she'll be ginger, right? A change. Unless I start toning my hair, I will be ginger by then. <laughs> well, I guess that is us coming to it's the end of episode two. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, make sure you rate us on Spotify. Can yeah. we see some five stars? <laughs> um, also, um, Apple Podcasts. Yeah. yeah. And we're available on URY as well. Yes. And on the Viva Voce website. Oh, yeah, of oh, course. Yeah, yeah, about we've that. that should have been his first plug. Yeah, props. We've got to thank Mark for that. We've got to thank them. They've once again pulled through. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we'll see you next time on Viva Forever. <laughs> Yay! <laughs>